0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Rows 1 through 10. We're here back with another big episode this week. This is episode 37, and this week we had the Ironman 55. We had NASCAR back at Watkins Glen, and then, obviously, big week ahead, we have the Knoxville Nationals coming this weekend, and we have the NASCAR on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course. We also had the Nashville street circuit this past weekend and mayhem that was i actually i was mentioning to you the races i watched this weekend i left that one off the list when i was telling you i did actually watch that race and that was something to see so
1: yeah it's ton, uh, tons of racing on this past weekend uh and i can't you kind of had to pick and choose a little bit what you wanted to watch but uh yeah the iron man 55 weekend um friday night you had uh kind of a uh straightforward race. I don't think any cautions happened. Uh I know you had Logan Schuhart starting on the pole and uh and then Sheldon Haencheidel I believe started second and he was able to go and pick up the win. Um pretty much led I think all but 10 laps or something like that. So yeah, you had Sheldon shield picking up the win Friday, brad Sweet second, David Gravel third, Logan Schuhart fifth, or fourth and then Carson Macedo fifth. Um, yeah. Um, I so said you want to talk about sprint cars first. There's a lot to cover.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, I was in Atlanta this weekend, so I didn't really get to see that much racing. I went back and watched the 55 and saw like the last few laps of the Xfinity race, like the last half of the Cup race. So I don't have a ton to add about Friday night's race. I just wasn't able to get back and watch that one. So
1: yeah, we'll um, kind of just kind of skim through it, give you the little rundown there. But uh, it was not much to write home about. Um, but Saturday, man, what a show Saturday was um, between David Gravel and Sheldon Shield. They uh, really had Donnie Shots in it. They all put on a hell of a show. Uh,
0: yeah, Parker Price Miller in the 83
1: flipping yeah. from
0: the lead. That was pretty crazy. But Parker was a bad out of hell all night in that, in that 83 car. And he definitely had a chance to, to get himself a win there and ended up flipping it over and uh, wasn't able to get it done.
1: Yeah, also, I can't remember if it was Friday or Saturday. Uh, You had Justin Peck on the opening lap, get tangled up with uh, somebody on the restart and went for quite a wild ride. Um, So glad to see he was all right after that. Um, But yeah, Saturday night was pretty wild. um, And that just really got everything started for the whole weekend uh, or the week ahead. Um, It's crazy. David Gravel took the lead in that race, I think, like five
0: different times.
1: Oh yeah, and it we, was slide job we, city, man. It was it was something special to watch for sure. I just pulled
0: up the lap rundown as we're speaking just to confirm that David Gravel had one through five, 16 through 20, 22 through thirty two, and forty two and forty three. So yeah, he David Gravel took the lead quite a few times and yeah, I mean it looked like for a while there like it was gonna be rock solids race, but it wasn't meant to be, and Sheldon Hodden Shield seemed like he was the the car to beat all weekend. I wouldn't even necessarily say Saturday night. I don't think Sheldon had the the car to beat
1: necessarily, but and also quiet, quiet but good run on Saturday was uh, James McFadden um, beating his teammate and just uh, really stellar run. I believe. Yeah, he I got finished. a hard
0: charger award. Um, I believe the uh, ten yeah, spot. Gained, so That's what I thought. So, like, a great, great job by James McFadden. And the second place finish there. He's pretty excited after the race. And like I said, he was able to beat out his teammate, Brad Sweet, which he hasn't done a ton. He kind of had – uh Logan Schuhart was involved there too, I believe. Logan and – uh yeah, okay, I don't believe that I'm correct. Logan and James have both actually picked up 10 spots during the race. And I guess by virtue of the higher finish, James gets the hard charger award. Yeah. But, yeah, Logan from a 14th place start got up to fourth, and he was definitely – Challenge in there for a while too so
1: yeah no doubt um it was a wild race on saturday uh and i said that kind of really kicked things off yeah i was saying parker
0: flipped it over too and he finished got back up to 13th after getting upside
1: down yeah they thrashed on that car and and they got they got lucky because right as they they didn't make the first green um and then they kept working on the car and as they went back to green they they wrecked again uh, and another yellow right away. So they got an additional two minutes on the car. Um, and they also, you know, had a, they had an open red there towards the end of the race. Uh, that was the lap 41. Uh, so yeah, yeah there's was- a crazy race on Saturday. And I said, that kind of really kicked things off for the whole weekend. Um, uh, it's been a wild, wild couple of days. Um, you had that race on Saturday. Oh, real quick before we move on to Sunday's race, uh, No, no, no person to win the Ironman 55 has gone on to win the Knoxville Nationals the next week. So hopefully that's, that doesn't bode well for uh, Sheldon Hottenshield.
0: Yeah. Sheldon, uh, two-time Ironman 55. Now with the two wins at uh, Peavley this weekend. Yeah. Swept the the weekend. Kind of screws up his whole, uh, what was it? Like he, I think it was 18 career wins or 19 career wins at 18 different tracks. So. Now that number gets a little more diluted. Doesn't sound
1: as crazy as it did beforehand for Sheldon. Yeah. Um, and then then Sunday, they the team's headed up to Knoxville for uh, the, the 10th annual Capitani Classic. Um, and, and boy, if that, if that was anything, if that was an appetizer for the week ahead, man, we are in for quite, quite the show. Um, and, I, and honestly, I was watching the race and thinking, man, like the first 10 laps or so, the track just wasn't in great, great shape. It didn't seem like there was not much passing up front. Just not, nothing really – the track wasn't didn't come to life. And then just as I was thinking that, um, and boy, did it change. Huh? And and you had Donnie Schatz, David Gravel, Corey and man, just again throwing slide jobs and just going mayhem toward each other. Side did you, note,
0: by the way, did you see this Kyle Larson Cincinnati scheme that just dropped earlier today? I have not. This I have to go check clear. that out. Yeah, I'm going to text you a picture of it.
1: So Sorry, I got distracted there. No, it's all good. Um, but yeah, such a really good race there on Sunday. Um, like I said, that, if that's, uh, if that was the appetizer for tonight's events and tomorrow's events. And then I guess the rest of the weekend. Uh, we're in for quite the show um it'll be well worth the pay-per-view or really dirt vision i think is well worth the 300 a year it's it's uh it's a really good really good broadcast they'd put on every week yeah, we but, figured
0: out last week that we're bougie we don't have to buy this pay-per-view because we got the we got that platinum that's right uh but yeah so heard. yeah did you were you able to watch the, any of that race from sunday I was not um I still might go back and catch it if I have a chance. I just uh, like I say I was in Atlanta all weekend tearing it up. So I gotcha. was at least able to get back and see that uh watch the 55. Like I say I think I watched Friday night's race, but I just definitely had a, a couple uh alcohols and a couple screwball peanut more than a couple screwball peanut butter whiskey shooters in me. So don't really remember much about what happened, but I know I'm pretty sure I remember watching that race.
1: <laughs> yeah, they said they had when I went back and watched it, at least uh, last night on replay, they, they had no audio for the the first half of the race or so, and I just couldn't get into it. It was like one camera view, and it's just I I, I kind of skipped forward to it until I heard Johnny Gibson's voice back on. So we don't not really many notes on that, but yeah, Saturday was good, Sunday was good, um, and then it was Monday night. The, the teams loaded up and went to Southern Iowa Speedway for the Oski's Front Row, Sage Fruit Front Row Challenge. Um, and as you'll find out in just a little bit, if you don't, if you, if you live under a rock, and if, if you listen to this, you obviously already know that Kyle Larson picked up the win Sunday at NASCAR uh, and then, then goes right out of there Monday and starts fourth and, and picks up the win against these guys that have been running all weekend um, against Brian Brown, Carson Macedo, uh, Anthony Mackry, Casey Kane, uh, some of the best in the business. So, really impressive stuff from Kyle Larson. Uh, he's got to be the favorite, I think, going into the weekend just with his track record of the year that he's had. Uh, just NASCAR side, dirt side. Kid, kid is winning in everything.
0: The year of Kyle Larson definitely continued this weekend with two more big wins for him to add to the trophy case. And now we know he's going to be going into this weekend pursuing his first Knoxville nationals title. We had that second place finish where Donnie shots beat him out in 2017, but, uh, definitely a big one. He's going to look to check off, but we know He won a Kings Royal earlier this year. So we'll see if he can, uh, he can add a Knoxville nationals title for that. But I mean, what a weekend for Mr.
1: Larson as usual. Yeah. I mean, you just touched on two of the accolades, uh, like you said, the, the Kings Royal just a few weekends ago. Uh, then obviously this front row challenge uh and then that was a cool 21 grand he won there on monday uh yeah no that's a that's pretty pretty hefty payout for just a yeah that's the, more than sheldon got for, the, for the,
0: the iron man that's what i'm saying <laughs> for
1: the lead up to knoxville it's a just it's a nice quick payday um i mean but, that's
0: crazy i was just like looking at the iron man here and sheldon got twenty thousand for that you figured that would pay more than whatever that race in Iowa was, but damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: and then, then you mentioned that he's, he's obviously won many of world of outlaw sprint car events throughout the year. Uh, he's picked up a world of outlaw late model event throughout the year. Um, Jeez. he ran, yeah. he ran decent at the, the, uh, the dream there at Eldora. And then you, you flash back all the way to, uh, what was it? January or so he, he picked up a chili bowl win. So it's, uh, that's just on the dirt side of things, so it's just really impressive what Kyle Larson is doing, and and if he can cap it off this this weekend with a uh, Knoxville Nationals win, dude, just like I said, the year of Kyle Larson, no doubt. I mean, there's
0: no telling how much money Kyle Larson has uh has has won this year just between the dirt stuff and and he, I mean he's not even he shut down his dirt team, so he doesn't have those expenses anymore, and I mean. There was all that talk last year about like, oh, you know, he was going to be missing out on money and you know him putting the house in North Carolina for sale. But I'd say Mr. Larson's probably doing pretty well.
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And I mean one one thing you got to mention is also is the the fact that he's able to do this with the the limited practice schedule for NASCAR. Um, I guess do they have practice this weekend? They do. So I guess he he'll travel back and forth from Iowa to Indianapolis. Uh, that's yeah, that's that's far. what I'm.
0: That's what I'm curious about. Is I don't know if he's going to be bouncing back and forth. They got well.
1: I mean, it uh, wouldn't be too bad. I mean, like you said uh, he'll probably pr- probably be locked in to Saturday's uh, race, and then so they got a Saturday morning practice, and then so, okay,
0: so he should be good. They have a Saturday morning. I'm practice, sure the logistics are already worked out. But right.
1: yeah, I, I didn't. I'm, I I didn't even think about that. They probably have practice, but even a normal weekend. Uh, they normally don't have practice and he's able to run possibly a Saturday night and then fly out um to the race the, the next day or that night. Um uh, we saw that with the Kings Royal, he got lucky and was able to stay there and run. Uh yeah, so. we
0: saw him do it with with the Nationals in twenty seventeen. That's when he was still running for Chip. You know that. But I mean, he went and finished second and came to Michigan. Had to had to get Chip to let him because, like that race ran late or something, if I remember correctly. There was like a rain delay possibly they got it in and then he took the red eye to Michigan came in and won that race in Michigan the next day.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's just what this dude dude needs. I mean, it's obviously tearing it up when he's able to go out and just let loose and rip in his sprint car throughout throughout the week or weekend and then get to the racetrack and be like, he's like, I'm ready. Uh, And, and honestly, it's, I'm sure it's a lot slower. Everything slows down for him in NASCAR side. So it, it, it's got to help him. And, and honestly, I'm surprised you, you would never have guessed this a few years back when, when Hendrick was so dominant with, you know, Chad Canales and Jimmy Johnson there, like they just didn't, they, they were like, we're focused on cup stuff. You know what I mean? We don't run anything but cup, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and now you see all, all their drivers pretty much across, uh, really, only one really doesn't I mean William Byron runs some late model stuff, but, uh, you see Alex Bowman dipping into the sprint car world. Chase Elliott's been running midgets, um, it's just uh, I think it helps these guys, and, and it's cool to see Rick Hendrick opening up and letting these guys do that. And maybe that is uh, possibly part with Jeff Gordon, you know, that Jeff Gordon's like, look, these guys like running races.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's just kind of Rick had to make that decision. Like, if if you want Kyle Larson to drive for your team, you got to let him run dirt because well, I mean, I, I he think- probably wasn't coming there. I,
1: yeah. well maybe. I'm sure Kyle Larson would've still been like that would have been tough sell not to go to Hendrick, you know.
0: I don't know, man. I think Kyle Larson's a a guy where I think if like if Rick told him like it's a deal breaker, you can't run dirt, I think he would have said
1: screw it and went somewhere else. Like Yeah, you I might mean, be right. Like, probably probably could have gone to like Stuart Haas or something. Stuart
0: Haas or, or RCR or I mean who knows where, but
1: yeah. I mean you name a team. Like
0: I I don't think he would have been going to Hendrick without the dirt stuff.
1: But yeah, it's really cool to see, um, like I said, you can see this guy run your local track and then go tear it up on the NASCAR side the next night, um, or vice versa whatever. So really cool to see. I know we kind of got sidetracked there a little bit into NASCAR, uh, but yeah, let's, let's dive into, uh, the week ahead. Um, that's why we're recording a Tuesday night here. Um, I did
0: want to, um, before we move any further into the dirt stuff and, uh. And uh, in the NASCAR, we got to recognize uh, Bob Jenkins passing away this week. Pretty, yeah. uh, pretty sad. But I, I I wanted to lead off the show with it, kind of got sidetracked. But I figure we bring it up now and get it in because absolute icon to the racing world. And so many iconic calls in Indy 500s and USAC races and 92 Alan Kowicki's championship, Jeff Gordon's. Winning the inaugural Brickyard Four Hundred, just an absolute icon to the racing world. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, Bob Jenkins. Definitely yeah, I saw up with his family.
1: I saw some comparisons. Uh, he's like the, it's like the nance to the Masters, uh, or, or. Uh, damn it! I can't even think of the dude's name now. The announcer for the Dodgers. Uh Vin Vin uh, Vin Scully. Scully. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah definitely a legend in the game uh hate to see that uh pass away from I believe cancer complications or something like that so hate to see that thoughts go out to him and the family uh but yeah, yeah.
0: I just wanted to definitely drop that in there before uh before we went any further so yeah, going uh, to Indianapolis this weekend too. I'm sure they'll have a nice tribute for him,
1: yeah, no doubt but uh yeah tonight Wednesday night. And Thursday night qualifying nights, uh, field is split up into 49 cars, uh, each night. Um, the order of events, you're going to have hot laps, qualifying laps. Uh, then you got broken down into five heats, then into a C main B main and a 25 lap a main for the the qualifying nights. Um, and only the top 50 qualifiers each night make heats. I guess, I think I saw 49 cars so that it doesn't really matter. Um, uh, yeah, so everything was also based on points. So qualifying, you gotta if you go out and get quick time for the night, you're awarded 200 points. Uh, for second quick, it's 198. For third quick, it's 196. So on and so forth. Uh, and that that uh that's what that makes the biggest ch- thing this week. Uh, you gotta you gotta stack up the points. You gotta be fast through all events throughout the whole weekend. Um, It's not just about getting a good draw or whatever. You got to be fast every time you're on the racetrack. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a week where we know guys are going to be wanting to lay down hot laps and stack up as many, uh, as many points through the week as they can. And, uh, yeah, it's just going to be big to not have any slip ups throughout the week because we know you want to get locked in and you don't, I believe, what do they do Friday night? Uh, is like a last chance qualifier.
1: I yeah, believe. Thursday night or Friday night is the the hard knock event, which is the, the top four, the last four spots to, to make the uh, field.
0: Yeah, so you don't want to have to go into that show on Friday night because, uh, I mean, you know, anything can happen there and guys are going to be driving for their lives. So, I mean, over 100 cars, it's going to be a hell of a time locking yourself in for uh, Saturday. So it's going to be key, you know the next couple of days for guys to stack up their points and put themselves in a solid position this weekend where they don't have to worry about going into, uh, going into Friday night, and not knowing what's going to happen there.
1: Yeah. Um, like I said, it's all about stacking points. Uh, the last chance heats are, uh, 50 points each for the winner, 47 for second, so on and so forth. Uh, the, the main heats are worth 100 points. Um, for the winner then uh it goes down by three free positions so 97, 94, 91, 88, so on and so forth. Um, and then so t- take all that, add it all together. Um, uh, and the top 16 combined in points from Wednesday and Thursday, uh, total points are locked into Saturday's A main. Um, and then you take the, the, the drivers that are 17th through 26 in points. And they're awarded the first 10 spots in Saturday's B main. Um, and the rest of the field comes back for more racing on Friday. And that's uh, that's what gets us into the hard knocks event. Um, and, and like I said, that's consists of six heats, uh, C main, two B mains, and the 25 lap A main. And um, the top four finishes from that A main are set the final four spots for Saturday's A main. Uh, so that's 21, 24, 22, 23, 24. So, a lot of numbers there. A lot yeah, of numbers it's there. it's alphabet soup and number soup uh, all, all combined. And then you get into Saturday, uh, you got a 10-lap E-Main, a 12-lap D-Main, a 15-lap C-Main, 22-lap B-Main, and the 50-lap A-Main for the championship. So... Tons of racing on throughout the weekend. Um, I got the uh, the field split up here. Uh, I can go give you down, give you names off uh, off of each qualifying night, so you know which nights the your drivers running. Um, I don't know if you want to pull up maybe Thursday's list and and try to read off some of those for us, Travis. Um.
0: Yeah. I mean, I gotta look for it.
1: Okay, if you can't pull it up in time, I can get it. But I'll go ahead and start with Wednesdays. Tonight's you got Logan Shuhart, David Gravel, Wayne Johnson, Ayrton Jeniton, Lucas Wolf, Zeb Wise, Skyler G, Jason Sides, James McFadden, uh, Spencer Baston, Donnie Schatz, Sheldon Shield, Geo Selzy, Terry McCall, Corey Eliason. Tim Schaefer, Anthony Macri, Danny Dietrich, Hunter Schoenberg, Robbie Kendall, McKenna Hasse, uh, Justin Peck, and Kyle Reinhardt. Just to name a, a handful of them are there, a couple handfuls. Um, do you have it pulled up or no? I
0: cannot find it. All, all right, right all yeah, I'll the get Wednesday it. Here.
1: Here. Uh, Thursday, you got Jacob Allen, Logan Wagner, Dylan Sisney. Brock Zierfrost, Paul McMahon, Parker Price Miller, Tyler Courtney, Matt Jewell, Craig Kinzer, TJ Stutz, Tim Kading, Harry Madsen, Sam Haferty Jr., Bill Baylog, Brent Marks, uh, Shane Golovic, Noah Gass, Brian Brown, Jack Hottenshield, Rico Abreu, Darren Pittman, Carson Macedo, Brad Sweet, Ian Madsen, Kyle Larson, Sammy Swindell, Shane Stewart, Casey Kane. Uh yeah.
0: So why why is Casey Kane driving the eighty three on Thursday, and then uh, Macri's
1: running this
0: weekend? Does Macri have? Well, so I,
1: maybe I don't know because who is in now the nine T? Because that was uh, that was supposed to be whatchamacallit's car? Casey's. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know who's in the eighty-three to be honest. I don't know who's driving it. He drove it. Casey Kane drove it uh Sunday, Saturday, Monday at uh Oski, at the Oski challenge. So uh but I heard Anthony Macri was driving it this weekend, but I also see Anthony Macri in the thirty nine. So
0: Yeah, I wonder if that deal might have possibly fallen through. What because, was the thirty nine? Yeah, with with not with Macri in the '83, just because I don't know why Casey would be piloting the car on Thursday, as the World of Outlaws tweeted off their official. Yeah, account. maybe
1: maybe like, Casey was just like, uh, "I'll run it instead of running my stuff." You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, um, definitely because I saw the same
0: deal you did where where uh,
1: whereas Macri, where right? the
0: article was from that Macri was going to be in it.
1: Yeah, so so it was all confusing there. Uh We, we we're obviously trying to be first on information texting each other or whatever so fail on my part i suppose but yeah it looks like casey kane will be into 83 i wouldn't even say a
0: fail i mean i saw the same thing you did so
1: yeah oh uh, man how about some of these paint schemes by the way oh and man if, the um, throwback schemes are fire man you got the shark absolutely. racing boys with the the throwback to bobby allen uh, carson macedo's gold car yeah. Carson Jake macedo Johnson. yeah the gold you got uh, Justin Peck and the Pink Panther, the Shark Racing. Throwback yeah, that's cars. what I said. The Shark Racing boys, Sheldon Hodenshow, throwback to his uh, to Jack, his daddy. Um, yeah, some really cool ones. You brought um, up
0: Pecks, right? I yeah. Think. Yep. Yeah,
1: the seventy-three. That yep. looks sick. Um
0: Well, here we can make one prediction right now. Who who's going to win that that bonus? Because there's a bonus for I can't remember what the amount was, but for best in show, who's going to take that home?
1: Corey Eliason. that thing is fire. Corey Eliason. I'm gonna
0: go with. I'm gonna go with with Carson Macedo.
1: Yeah, they won it uh, in 2019, so I don't think they'll win it again.
0: If not, Sheldon Hodden Shield was the Sheldon Hodden
1: Shield's a good one. That's a close second for sure. But man, those are the schemes but, have me absolutely giddy. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like Corey Eliason's is really really clean and underrated. Uh, that white and blue really pop. So, yeah, cool stuff from from Knoxville. Um, it's going to be an exciting weekend. I'm going up to watch Friday night and Saturday night with the Posse group. Uh, we're having a little grill out, chill out, so it should be fun.
0: That's uh, awesome.
1: Yeah, it should be a good time. And, uh, yeah. yeah we, I'll be uh,
0: kicking it. Uh, you know, I was honestly – I was talking about going to the Jags game on Saturday earlier, but I think I'm going to put that to the side so I can – watch knoxville this weekend
1: yeah it should be a good good race i said if, if um, sunday night was any indicator we're gonna have a hell of a race this weekend
0: damn right i mean yeah it's definitely uh definitely an exciting week and a lot i guess we'll uh we'll pick some winners later Who yeah take the and... big prize this weekend but
1: yeah uh if you want to i guess that's all i got for sprint cars if you want to transition into nascar
0: yeah, well, yeah, we can talk about NASCAR and we can talk about that, IndyCar, whatever that you want to call that. <laughs> Barely a race, but
1: yeah, we'll dive into it a little bit. But yeah, if you want to go ahead and lead into NASCAR, I'm gonna grab grab a drink real quick.
0: All right. Well, um, I mean, I don't have much to say. I didn't see the truck race, but I know Austin Hill won the truck race. That was rain shortened. So, um, what what sounded like from the truck race was disappointing. Is that just just all the strategies kind of taken out of these road course races from the, uh, from the stage cautions. And it kind of sounds like that was the deal here where Austin Hill pitted and still won the stage. So you just kind of hate to see that and hope, as we've said, I think damn near every road course race is here. They can change that, but good win for Austin Hill and definitely some momentum for him going into the playoffs. Um, But this was the regular season finale for the truckers. So Regular season champions John Hunter Nemechek, and he'll have a sizable gap going into all the rounds, but definitely some uh, definitely some some uh, some sleepers in there. You know, we know Carson Hosvar has been really fast all year in the 42, and perhaps he can be the guy to shock the world and make a playoff run. So, gonna be uh, gonna be interesting to see who uh, who advances through the truck playoffs. But I believe we don't have another race there until Darlington. Or, yeah, I no, believe that's correct. Uh Gateway, next Friday. Okay. <clears throat> and then Darlington will be the next race after that.
1: Okay, gotcha. So, so
0: But, I mean, good win for Austin Hill because he survived that mayhem at Knoxville and then about a month later in the next race goes back to back and wins on a completely different track with the road course at Watkins Glen. So, definitely a lot of momentum for Bobby Hill going into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I didn't didn't catch the truck race myself, but uh, I know it got rain shortened. Uh, They weren't able to get restarted or something. I guess it was lightning, right? Lightning, and then they ended up calling it. Yeah, I I didn't see it either. But, uh, yeah, going for the 16 boys there. Um, But the uh, Xfinity race, man, that was an exciting race. Uh, Drama all the way up until the end. You had A.J. Ullmendinger racing. Racing the hell out of Ty Gibbs, and then two putting on a show. Um, And before that, you had Austin Syndrick up in the lead, leading the thing, and and he kind of gave it up to the to Austin to AJ and and Ty, and let them battle it out. Yeah, that was
0: a hell of a drive between with uh, with AJ and with um with with Ty Gibbs. But I mean, it's kind of one of those things where that that. 54 car was just on rails on Saturday. I don't think there was ever really a doubt there at the end that he was going to get back around AJ. And as long as Ty kept – which Ty is just like – I know, young guy, you think, oh, he's you know, maybe he's going to make a mistake. Like, Ty's just not a guy you're going to see mistakes from. I mean, he drives so far beyond his years and maturity and what he can do behind the wheel. And that was just – two road course wins now this season. And, I mean, so he has two road course wins this year, and that's more wins than A.J. Allmendinger and Austin Sendrick combine on the road courses, which kind of blows your mind. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to hear the, like, oh, it's the car, you know, arguments for Ty Gibbs because, I mean, how you know, obviously that 54 car is fast, but how many people have you seen get in Gibbs cars and a 54 car not run as good as Ty Gibbs has? So
1: I don't. Uh, I lost you there for a second, but yeah, somebody's trying to call me. uh, Yeah, screw them. uh, We're we're about half hour from finishing this up, so yeah. But uh, yeah, great run for Ty. I said I, 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 I questioned it when when AJ got around him on that restart, uh, and I was like, oh, this kid's definitely way in over his head. AJ's just gonna hit his marks and drive away. Ty's probably gonna screw it up and spin it out or if he doesn't spin it out he's gonna get real loose or something you know and uh sure enough man in that kid's veins and just held a pretty wheel and really pressured aj into not really messing up but just out, out drove him you know and yeah like i uh, break like him there into the corner
0: he drives so far beyond his years it's it's insane and, yeah um, with how fast that car was too you put those two things together like I mean, he could go into the, the the bus stop like multiple car lengths behind somebody and he'd come out the bus stop with a few second gap over whoever he just passed. I mean, like the just I mean, that car was on rails and Ty is just an absolute wheel, man. I mean, because Ty is like he's definitely like a young, like aggressive driver, but he's not like stupid aggressive where he puts himself in dumb positions like we see with other guys like. Ty is aggressive but just uh, smart and aggressive at the perfect times to make moves like he does.
1: Yeah. And I know him and Kyle Busch really bonded there at the beginning of the pandemic when the whole iRacing thing kicked off and and Kyle Busch had never iRaced before. I know they were like hanging out and and Ty really uh kind of showed him how to how to get the iRacing deal going and and I'm sure with with kyle bush a guy that's super aggressive and has learned from many of mistakes um to have him to rely on for information uh, uh if he's i'm sure he's doing it and if he's not he he ought to be um just get that extra edge but yeah he's he's well beyond his years uh, 18 year old racing like he's a a 20 some year old veteran um and you talk about it's the car. I mean, I call bullshit on that because you know that 16 is just as good and that 22 is just as good. And even if it's not, you know I mean? You can't say it's, the car is better, but uh, he's still got to go out there and perform. You know, he's still got to go out there and, and wheel the thing to victory, and especially on a road course, which is a driver's racetrack. You know, it's not like yeah. a, a fluke win or a, or a super speedway win where it's like, oh, he, he got lucky. Those These are legitimate hard tracks to win at
0: yeah and you know Harrison Burton and Brandon Jones and Daniel Hemrick are driving the same cars and I'd be like where are their trophies this year I mean Daniel Hemrick's had a few races he probably would have could have should have won so I don't really categorize him as he's, he's had a better year than the other two but I mean those other like Harrison Burton's going to a cup ride next year and I mean he's we're you know he doesn't have a trophy Ty Gibbs has three of them they're driving both driving Gibbs cars. And I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say, I don't think that 54 cars is a substantially better car than that 20 car. Like, are you going to tell me Kyle Busch is, or if, if you put Kyle Busch or even Ty Gibbs in the 20 car and in races instead, that they're not going to find a way to win. And that if you put Harrison Burton in the 54, he'd be all of a sudden like winning races. Like, no, I, I don't feel that way at all.
1: Right. But yeah, it's a, uh... I mean, I, you talk about Harrison Burton, uh, and I feel like you, you don't think he's deserving of that cup ride, but he, he definitely proved himself last year, and, and this is kind of Ty Gibbs' year to prove himself, uh, and he's certainly doing Harrison,
0: it. Harrison's done a good job. I wouldn't necessarily say I don't think he's deserving. I just, like, I don't know what long-term, like, Harrison Burton's ceiling as a driver. I don't think he's, like, a very high-ceiling prospect
1: no nah, hey i I had to just uh get on you there, but uh,
0: yeah, but I mean, I think he's just kind of one of those guys that's just gonna hang around the cup series and you know have a Clint boyer type career and like win a few races here and then, but yeah, I don't we'll think have he's to ever see, gonna, see how it goes, but yeah, I don't think he's ever gonna be a world beater, but i'm I, I could be completely wrong and sound like an idiot in a few years, but <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's as good a driver as Ty Gibbs, <laughs> like I right, certainly say that like. I think based off what you've seen this year, I mean, like, it's not, I know Harrison won those some races last year, but I feel like those were kind of even more circumstantial where we've seen Ty just win races where he's just gotten up on the wheel. Yeah. And like won races that he probably didn't have any business racing, particularly that Daytona race.
1: Right. Yeah, that's to be determined uh, for a later time. Kind of got off topic there. But yeah, really good Xfinity race. Good for Ty Gibbs picking up the win. That was, I said, a really exciting race. Uh, the last five or six laps of that was really good.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, definitely a fun finish and good for Ty. And who knows how many more trophies he's going to be able to pile up before the end of this year. I know he's got some sports clip back now and he'll be back at the Andy Road course this weekend. And kind of based off what we saw last week, has to be, uh, the favorite going into this weekend,
1: I'd say. Yeah, no doubt. He's you he's on the, uh, Entry list. He is. Yep. He'll be in the fifty-four with the sports clips collars. So. Good deal. Yeah. Ah, uh, definitely definitely gotta be up there top top three, top five pick solid, I would say. Uh, all oh, right. How about crazy. that
0: kid in the six car?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you went in like that what kid. About the in the
0: six, no, in the Xfinity race.
1: So uh, no, there's this kid in the six Oh car. yeah, and he he like I know what you're talking about. He he killed it into the tires. Yeah. Yeah, so and, like I, mean, I I missed I think I might have missed what happened there.
0: I mean, he's so far off the pace. It wasn't even funny and like I mean, just like multiple seconds off. Like he couldn't even get the car to fire off pit road at the start of the race. Jeez. And I mean, it was just it was just on from there. I mean, he backed it into the tire barriers. He's in everybody's way. I mean, he just that kid in the sixth car was a sight to see. I went back and just watched like like the fifteen minute recap of the of the race and stuff and yeah, that kid in the sixth car was an absolute weapon. Like <laughs> Mike Michael
1: M- Michael Munley. Gotcha. Yeah. I said uh I didn't really pay attention too too terribly close to him, but I definitely remember him put hitting it into the tire barrier. Um but yeah, uh you have any more about Saturday's race?
0: No. No, uh, we can move on to Sunday's show and another Kyle Larson win. I didn't I haven't gone back and watched the full race, but seemed like a pretty pretty good Watkins Glenn race. I mean
1: Yeah, it was uh, good. Uh I didn't think anything too special. Um but definitely it did it, it, really good in Jeff Gluck's poll. I know Yeah, that. I mean I said it was a solid race. I mean you had you didn't know who was gonna win all day. Uh strategy obviously played into that. Um you had Kreslowski with probably the wrong brake package or something on his car um geez yeah we'll have to go i'll have to listen to uh stacking pennies or whatever it is with Corey LeJoy and find out from brad's crew guy what what was up with that but they talk about a weapon he was definitely a weapon on sunday yeah but uh uh, no i said i thought thought a very good race uh you had some 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 cautions in there but not many um a lot of flag r- racing, huh?
0: Yeah, Brad running into uh Christopher Bell, and Christopher Bell won't a little bit of beef between those two. Christopher Bell won't even answer the, the phone, and Br- uh, Larson went on radio and called him a child, basically. And, yeah, so, yeah,
1: not not Brad there, but uh, yeah, did I say Brad? Yeah, you said Brad, but yeah, I feel like that's uh, definitely a topic that hasn't gotten much talk, at least not not uh, that I've seen on social. I mean, I, I don't get on social much. Uh, at least not during the week but yeah i don't know how, if that's been a hot topic or not but i think if that was uh somebody else uh wrecking somebody or spending somebody for that position uh it would have been a different reaction and and a much more hasty reaction so yeah. uh interesting that that's well, been kind of swept under the rug well but... for
0: starters i think it was kind of like I definitely don't think Bell left Larson enough room to to make that corner. No, it was a racing
1: and, deal. It was definitely a racing deal, but and as like I said, they they definitely need to. They'll hash it out. The, they're playing playing the game now. You know, what I mean, I'm mad at you, whatever. I got to be mad at you for a week or so, and then they'll they'll figure it out. But yeah, I don't think anything will come of it. But it was one of those I racing deals. That- Bell, Bell was holding him up a little bit. What didn't want to give up the spot, pinched him down there. Larson said, Nope, I ain't doing that. I'm taking it and sent it, you know, It's just one of those I deals
0: think in general, like those two guys are too fond of each other. I've just never gotten that vibe from them. And well, they no, they're, race that. they're
1: they're super competitive. They come into the sport around the same time. Uh, at least I know Kyle Larson was a cup series or whatever, but Christopher Bell coming up through the, the lower ranks truck series and Xfinity, but they're super competitive. Both have a similar dirt background. Um, like I said, they were both in the hunt for the win on Sunday, uh, and uh like I said I, I'd be mad if I was Christopher Bell and if I was Kyle Larson I'd be like yeah I mean you're gonna be mad but you'll get over it you know I, I see both sides of it yeah but yeah a little bit of drama there that I feel like it's getting underplayed right now but maybe it's getting enough play I'm not sure Bell um, said
0: Bell I think Bell said something like he's gonna pay him back I don't know if there was an exact quote there but I don't, I mean, we know how often that usually comes to fruition, but
1: especially when you talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> if you talk about it. You better be about it. So yeah. Uh, all good stuff from Sunday. You had Chase Elliott there, uh, making a late charge for the win. He probably um, would just, have won that race. It's five, five more it. laps. I think he would have won the race. Well, um, if he didn't flat spot his tires. That too. Yeah. In the race yeah. I yeah, got them issue. off sequence and they tried to make something of it and, uh, did a hell of a job because there for a second, I mean, he was literally uh, an entire second faster than the field. Uh, and it was just incredible to watch him just haul the mail and send it up to the field. Like he did.
0: For sure. Um, but yeah, great job by, by chase. And, you know, he definitely rallied back at the end. Good job by, uh by Larson to capitalize on that. Cause we know these Hendrick guys on road courses all year, it seems like they've kind of been in, their own zip code. And Christopher Bell on the road courses. He's been fast as hell at these you know, all year. Who's to say, you know, if the incident didn't happen with Larson, maybe he would have been a factor in the win?
1: Yeah, I think he very well could have been, you know. I mean, he was hanging around the top three, top five all day. Um, was definitely a factor. Um, but, yeah, I, I said, no, not a crazy last lap. Uh, what was it, like 2013 or so, 2012? Nothing 2012. like that. It wasn't like that, but it was a solid Watkins Glen race.
0: Yeah, It was sure. exactly was the kind was-
1: of Watkins Glen race that I was looking for on, on that Sunday.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, Watkins Glen's a track I definitely missed going to last year and glad they were able to get back to.
1: Yeah, but- and uh, shout-out to them. Shout-out to the fans up there. Um, they, I uh, they, uh, believe it's six straight sellout for that track. So, really impressive numbers for them. Uh, I've always heard, heard great things. Um, and also shout out to, I know one of our buddies on, on Twitter. I don't know if he listens every week, but hopefully he does. Uh, Kenny hunt, man. He had a, they had a big thing on him. Uh, oh yeah. I did see that. Yeah. Like right there at the start of the race, they had a thing on him. I was like, that was pretty sweet. So hopefully you're listening Kenny shout out to you on making that. That was cool. Um, but yeah. Sunday was a good race. How about um,
0: yeah, I was gonna ask about something, oh, okay, I know what I was gonna how about uh shout out for somebody made a good prediction and said Kyle Larson's gonna win five races this year, and somebody was emphatic it wasn't gonna happen, so I just yeah, need to take let, my two, let, two minutes in the
1: sun, let it be known that this was off season talk when, <laughs> when all this happened. Honestly, it was like the first or second win, and I—I'm I, sure I can find the, the get the screenshots of it. But me and Drew were talking that like, bro, we—that I that was a dumb bet. Like, hands <laughs> down, Carl Larson's gonna get five wins. So, yeah, good. Yeah, good call I think on it was that.
0: last year, like when they first announced Larson to the five. I was like, well, he's gonna win five. Yeah, or, and I mean, no, honestly, I think I sold him short, saying five. That's my only regret.
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. uh. but yeah, it's uh Good, good, good call on that. That was a call for off season. One of your hot takes ended up panning out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I definitely owe you five dollars on that. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it.
0: Well, I'll take, I'll take a beer at Darlington. There you in, go. And, uh, that'll make up for that. Yeah. But but not nah, some uh, some good uh, good racing at Watkins Glen for sure. Track I definitely want to go back to another race there. Sometime. yeah no
1: doubt uh it's, it's definitely like i think we talked about it last week about probably one of the top tracks on my list that i haven't been to yet so we'll we'll definitely make to, uh, look to make a trip out there sooner than later um i'm definitely still saying
0: this like i'm this road america move next year like i'm gonna say like
1: week vacation make a trip
0: out there for fourth of july
1: yeah i so said i got to look at everything and how everything's planning out but uh yeah, I I'd, I'd be down for all of this, all of that. hell yeah, man. Well, anything more on Watkins
0: Glen before we go? We talked about the Nationals, so we can move on to the Indy Road course. Yeah, we'll we touch on run. the
1: Indy Road course a little bit. Um I I said it was yeah, it was it was entertaining, that's for sure. Um and I mean, I didn't mind it. It was a a shit show there for a little bit. Uh and you're gonna have that at a street circuit, you know. What I mean, if one little incident happens in, in that part of the track, it blocks the track. It, uh, you know, it's it, it, There's nothing you can do, and it takes a minute to get it cleaned up because you gotta get those cars all refired, push them off. You know what I'm saying? Not really push them off, but get them it all refired with the the generator or whatever.
0: It definitely just felt like it was a poorly designed track.
1: Oh, I mean, I did. actually enjoyed the track. I hope iRacing scans it. I thought it was a really neat track. Uh, had high speed sections. It had low speed sections. Kind of middle speed, high like you know, kind of fast corners, but not that fast. Uh I, I really like. I kind of like the design of it. It was interesting.
0: Oh, there's a new NASCAR video game
1: coming and, and out. Obviously, right. I'm not the only one. I mean, it, that was the best, uh best TV numbers IndyCars has done on cable TV. So on NBC Sports Network versus the big network NBC. So biggest race they've done since 2009 um so over 10 years um, i just in general
0: i'd say that, that track probably like it needs like they made some of those sections like way too tight where like nobody could race there was no room like and that's where you like the first damn 30 laps of the race were run under caution i mean we saw marcus erickson get airborne and then come back and win the race we saw Colton Herta junked his car trying to race for the win but yeah I mean we saw a lot of guys just wreck it early just because there's not a lot of racing room out there
1: (laughs) yeah I mean that's that's the street circuit though and that's what I like about street circuits it's like all about puts emphasis on qualifying one uh, two and I said it's all about hitting your marks and doing your job on Sunday Uh, whereas like I said I think Colton Herta would have won the race had he not junked it you know Uh, yeah But what a hell of a storyline it was for Marcus Erickson to even really to to be racing Herda like that. And he was putting on a hell of a show against Herda. He was holding his own um, with that car that I don't know how it didn't get more damage than it did Uh, when it happened. I honestly was like a little terrified because he got quite a bit of air uh, and came down pretty hard on the front of the car. So definitely kind of a wild moment. Um, Yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I hope they do it again. That's a, that'd be a place that I'd like to go to. I uh, hope iRacing scans a track.
0: I definitely think the plan will be to do it again. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't go. With I'd that big TV they're...
1: number, I guarantee they will do it again.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's going to become an event. I just kind of, like I say, they're going to, I think they're going to read
1: i'm sure they'll improve the track yeah, yeah the,
0: the,
1: joseph newgarden talked about it on the, the dale jr download that there's going to be some mistakes made and and they'll they'll learn from them going forward just like nascar has uh, on certain issues you know the dirt racing thing we've learned a lot from that and racing in the rain you know that you learn everything you learn things from trying things
0: overall a cool event though i mean i'd say uh like them going over that bridge like that was cool like just like watching that like
1: no doubt the, also, aer- the aerial shots. From- go ahead.
0: Also, also kind of scary them going over that bridge. Cause I mean, I feel like there's a, there's a lot that could go wrong there, but I mean, it looked pretty cool. Like
1: what was that? Sorry. Where they went
0: over the bridge.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, they, they definitely had everything prepared. Uh, and kind of the Marcus Erickson deal is kind of what I was a little worried about. If anything like that were to happen. they, those cars get airborne very quickly. Uh, and they, they, I mean, they, they were very prepared. They had obviously the catch fencing up and they had uh, four diver teams down there in the river, just in case anything happened. Uh, so they, they definitely dotted the I's and crossed the T's when it came to, to that. Um, but yeah, it put on for some great aerial shots from the helicopter of downtown Nashville and them crossing the bridge. Um, it's a really, really neat track around, right? Not really around the ball stadium, the football stadium, but right there, the pit lane was, adjacent to the football stadium and that was really cool um and then you said over the bridge and then they had some really tight sections and then that one corner you could go like 10 wide and then it funneled down to like one wide so uh, you didn't like the track but i I enjoyed it but i think they obviously will make it better uh and i think the event will just get bigger and better every year
0: uh yeah i agree i definitely think it's uh they're gonna to need to rework the track, but it's it's definitely an event to build on. That's gonna be big for IndyCar.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Um, that's what I said another event I'd like to go to and put on the bucket list if they keep going going to it.
0: Well, you want to give us a rundown on some stats for the Knoxville Nationals that you had before we uh, get into some picks
1: for the weekend? Um. Yeah, I, I guess I can get some stats here, possibly. Um. Uh, yeah, we got some stats here. Who you want some stats for? The Iron Man, Shodan, Hot and Shield.
0: whatever numbers you see fit. You know.
1: Um, like I said I'm not good at these kind of things. Drop some but... nuggets. <laughs> But yeah, Bowling um,
0: Donny Shots is a ten-time champion. So
1: yeah, Donny Shots, ten-time champion, uh, Saturdays champion, taking home one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So big payday coming up. Um, Jack Hyde Shields' final ride. So at not at Knoxville at least. We um,
0: you know so. David Gravel is the defending Knoxville Nationals champion. Granted, last. It's basically the Knoxville Nationals not calling it the Knoxville Nationals, and that was won by Kyle Larson. But official Knoxville Nationals champion was David Gravel in 2019.
1: Yeah, no doubt. You had David Gravel in 2019, uh, Brad Sweet in 2018, uh, Donny Schatz in 2017, uh, Jason Johnson 2016. So uh, really, really, it's a I don't know really who's a good favorite for the weekend. You got Craig Kenzer, who's won one. Um, so lots of, lots of big names that could, could definitely win their second title or at least Donna Shotsi's 11th. But, um, remember last
0: time we went to Knoxville and 20 or last time we ran the Knoxville nationals in 2019, Logan shoe had that incredible drive 22nd to second. Yeah. That's a, that's a drive. I remember from that race. So, yeah, see um, if can make it one spot better this weekend.
1: Yeah, and you look at Carson Macedo's had a, picked up a win at Knoxville this year. Uh, Sheldon Hodges picked up a win there this year. You had David Gravel with the win on uh, Sunday night. So lots of big names that could definitely win it. Um, yeah,
0: definitely a uh, a lot to keep an eye on this weekend. And I mean it's it's going to be a you know it's going to start tonight, and we're going to have three, four, five days of awesome race to uh to uh, to keep track of. We know it's one of the biggest events all year, so uh we're excited for it.
1: Yeah, you want to get in some picks? Let's do it. All right, who are you going to take for the the granddaddy of them all? Tyler Courtney, sunshine. Tyler
0: Courtney wins the twenty twenty one Knoxville National. I've been simmering on that pick for a while. I think he won the King's Royal. I think he'll continue his improbable season when he made his his big move over to the uh, over to Wing Sprints full time. And I think Tyler Bill Nationals.
1: All right, I am going to take. Hmm. I'm gonna go with a bit of an underdog here. I'm gonna go with James McFadden.
0: All right, I, and like I think that. that's going like
1: to that kick track. off the 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 end of summer fall tour of Jay J Mac, and he's going to go on a hell of a run after winning the Knoxville Nationals this weekend.
0: Uh, two picks that people probably didn't see us making, but
1: no. If I if I were to really pick a favorite, I think you got to can't look past the 57 car. Uh, I think he's got to be the the odds on favorite, and probably the 49 as well, Brad Sweet.
0: No doubt, no doubt. And Dave Gravel as well.
1: But yeah, if I m if I want to make uh some 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 dark horse picks, I'll definitely go with the uh the nine of, of James McFadden. All right. Well there's your Knoxville Nationals
0: picks. And then uh so who you got? We got Xfinity and Cup this weekend at uh the so what do you think about them running the road course first off? We kinda didn't really, but I mean, are you excited for that? Do you think they should still yeah. run the or
1: Yeah, I mean, as a traditionalist, always I want the Oval, but uh, I'm fine with the road course. Uh, That's obviously the trend that we're going, and I think the road course will put on a better race than what the Oval has the past few years. So I'm fine with it. I'm not totally against it, but as a traditionalist, I'm always about the Brickyard 400, you know?
0: Yeah, and I Um, think the Brickyard 400 was kind of an awesome event, but we know it lost its luster. So I'm, I'm glad to see them running the road course, I think. This is a really good road course. It put on a hell of a show in the Xfinity Series last year in the cross promotion with NASCAR and IndyCar. This weekend on the road course is going to be very beneficial for both series. So I think there's no reason it's yeah it's not the Brickyard, it's not the Oval, but I think it's still really prestigious to win at IMS and so like like Chase Briscoe last year, Indiana boy, like he he didn't seem like he cared too much, whether it was the oval or the road course, he was th- through the moon to win that race.
1: So. Yeah. It's still Indianapolis and to win at Indianapolis is huge. So, um, and like I said, just the traditional assembly is always like, I, I, I love the oval, but I know the racing there sucks. Um, but it's, they said, so it's not really what we need. You know, if we want to keep people interested, we need to put on a good show each and every week. And if that's means kind of giving up, uh, a crown jewel event, uh, We'll just have to make a a different crown jewel event, you know, why not make, make, like you said, make the, uh, July 4th road America, make that a crown jewel event, essentially, you know, the crown jewel road course. No doubt. Um, No. Yeah. They can do something or you even keep this one as the crown jewel and just, it's a crown jewel road course. You know, Uh, we got every other, every other kind of crown jewel. You got a super speedway for Daytona and you got the 5 or the 600 at charlotte the mile and a half and then darlington's kind of an oddball but that's just a historic track but uh yeah
0: so i'm fine with it it's i still think the bristol night race is kind of yeah the new you can, fourth you, crown you can jewel. Say,
1: yeah you can say that, that that's the crown jewel it's a, you you could go anyway with it um so as i said I, I later generations and and if you ask people that are younger they're not going to know that the difference between the crown jewel and not, you know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. So it'll keep the fans entertained. The road course is put on a hell of a show in the Xfinity. Um, Yeah, it should be a good show.
0: Hell yeah. Well, who got in uh, the Xfinity race this Saturday.
1: Oh, he finished second this weekend. Let me down a little bit, but he's got it this weekend. AJ Allmendinger.
0: All right. I like it. It's hard to pick against him. But it's hard to pick against this guy, and I think the hot hand right now, i have to go Ty Gibbs.
1: Yep, I I knew you you kind of were hinting at that earlier, so I didn't take him. And also,
0: Kevin Kevin Harvick running in the 99. We've seen that car have some
1: speed this year, so that's a guy to keep
0: an eye on. Yep, no doubt about it. Um,
1: All right, what about the cup race?
0: The cup race on Sunday? Am I picking first? Yeah, go ahead. All right, I don't think go multiple consecutive road courses without seeing Chase Elliott get back in victory lane. So I think Chase Elliott gets to victory lane. I'm calling a chase and one two. chase Briscoe gets a second place finish, but Chase Elliott wins okay. Sunday at the IMS road course.
1: All right. I am going to go again with the, my pick last week because I know he's due. Um, He's good at road courses or pretty good at road courses at least, but Denny Hamlin.
0: All right, yeah, so we basically have the same picks as last weekend. Yep, doubling
1: doubling down.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, shit, I had Chase last weekend, second place. You had AJ last weekend, second place. So If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yes, sir. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Chase. You'll go with Denny Hamlin, and then we made our Knoxville picks, so. Yeah, we got about an hour out of this. I know you got some i racing to go do, so I'm about to hit the road.
1: Yeah, I'm about to uh turn some laps at the Indy road course. It's actually a little bit different track layout than uh, what they'll be running Sunday, but it's similar. Oh, okay. They don't have, I guess it's a different updated layout that they have uh there at Indy now. Because I was I went back to watch footage of the road course from the Xfinity, and it was different. I was trying to get gearing right, and I was like, oh, well, this isn't even the same track. Interesting. But uh, yeah, man, I'll, I'll catch you next week. Hell yeah! Well, good luck with that, and I'll
0: uh, I'll talk to you, man. See you. Enjoy the racing this weekend. You too. Later. See